0: To see a video version of this episode, please check out our YouTube channel where you can come face-to-face with the disinformation dirty dozen. COVID vaccinations are in full swing worldwide, but at least in the United States, it's looking like we may not reach the right number to achieve herd immunity. One of the main reasons for this is the vast amount of disinformation and misinformation that is floating around out there on the web, especially through the consume-it-but-don't-think-about-it portals of social media. And it turns out that 12, yes, just 12 people, are responsible for 73% of all the disinformation about COVID vaccines on Facebook and 65% of all social media platforms taken together. What busy little bees these 12 have been. Let's take a look-see at this dirty dozen, shall we? You leave the world behind and enter a large chamber, filled with boxes and crates as far as the eye can see. Welcome to The Conspiracy Conspiracy Clearinghouse, the podcast that takes a rather skeptical look at conspiracies and mysteries. Each episode will examine various conspiracy theories, most of which are not true, a few of which might be a little bit true, and even a couple that turned out, in fact, to be true. In May this year, the Center for Countering Digital Hate doxed the 12 most widespread spreaders of COVID crap on social media. These are the key players in an industry of lies that's estimated to earn $36 million a year in total. It also brings in over $1 billion in revenue to the various digital platforms that enable them. And while some of the folks on the list are getting booted off some or even all social media channels, some still have a very active presence and continue to poop in our Rice Krispies, which is, let's face it, a pretty gross metaphor. But what they're doing is equally gross. In fact, the center wrote two reports, one listing what they call the disinformation dozen and another about pandemic profiteers, which is another list of 12, some of whom are on the disinformation dozen list as well. That's a pretty interesting, if infuriating, report and well worth a read as well. The Center for Countering Digital Hate also has an online petition on their website to pressure tech companies into cutting these folks off. Check the episode notes for links to that and other things mentioned in here. Number one, 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 the big big cheese, cheese. Dr. Joseph Joseph Mercola. Mercola, Joseph Mercola is a 67-year-old Florida-based osteopath who sells dietary supplements of questionable value and a number of fake vaccine alternatives. The report calls him, quote, an anti-vaccine entrepreneur, which is sure a funny way to say asshole. One of Joseph Mercola's big talking points is the Great Reset. This is something Prince Charles said in June of 2020, meaning, hey, maybe we have a chance, what with global climate problems and now this pandemic, to reset the focus of our economies and start prioritizing things differently. Hardcore capitalists like to act as if capitalism is some kind of natural law, but in fact, we decide what we will and will not prioritize and what we think is worth funding and is not worth funding. Prince Charles called this potential mind readjustment the Great Reset, and conspiracy folks went wild at the phrasing, spouting off about microchips being used to make us all slaves and huge global depopulation schemes and other New World Order crap. For more about the Great Reset and related paranoias, listen to our previous episode, Agenda 21 This Land Is My Land. Mr. Mercola has learned that fear is far more profitable than his osteopathic practice. Mercola claims to have the, quote, number one natural health site, which, of course, he named after himself, where he promotes, among other things, his book, The Truth About COVID-19, which claims, among other things, that the pandemic is all a plot by, quote, global elites and also the fast food industry. I'm not kidding. They wish to create a totalitarian society. His website makes claims like that even if everyone got completely vaccinated, COVID can't be stopped anyway, so why bother? So at least he believes the virus is a real thing. It's the vaccinations that he has a problem with. Incidentally, he makes no profit from those. Vaccines are not needed, says he, since there are plenty of other better cures available, like hydrogen peroxide, which can be used to treat respiratory illnesses. You'll come across this a lot in the COVID vaccine and vaccine misinformation. This comes from an old misconception that cancer is caused by low oxygen levels and since the ox in hydrogen peroxide is oxygen, hydrogen peroxide is H2O2, which really, to the uninitiated, just seems like kind of super oxygenated water, right? It's like water with extra oxygen. Since it has more oxygen and low oxygen makes cancer, then hydrogen peroxide kills cancer, right? Oh, also, it cures AIDS and diabetes and arthritis and lupus. Well, heck, if that were true, then why the hell wouldn't we be using it all the time? It's not like it's expensive. His recommendation is that people either drink it or inject it, provided the solution is at least 35%. 35% which, among the homeopathic pseudoscience quack medical world, Is what's known as food grade hydrogen peroxide. This is unwise. The oxygen levels are way too high in a 35% solution, and your body can't burp out the excess oxygen. So there's a decent chance that it will absorb into your blood, and then this can cause a number of problems from ulcers and burns in the mouth and throat to strokes and heart attacks. And yes, in some cases, it can even kill you. So don't Don't do do that. Another of McCullough's claims is that the number of people who died in 2020 is actually right in line with the average for previous years, and so therefore, COVID doesn't kill. He and others like him use a table from MacroTrends.com that shows the death rate in 2020 to be only a little bit higher than the previous six years and actually lower than all of the years from 1950 to 2013. The Good Doctor and his millions of social media followers ignore the disclaimer at the top of the page, which is surrounded by a red box that says, and I quote, Note, all 2020 and later data are UN projections and do not include any impacts of the COVID-19 virus. Mercola started off in Chicago as an actual osteopath, but he soon got into trouble. He started saying tanning beds could reduce the chance of getting cancer, a claim he started making after he became a local seller for tanning beds. He ended up being ordered to refund over $5 million to customers and promised to sell no more tanning beds, though it looks like he's actually only paid out about $2.5 million. Right around the same time, he left Chicago and moved to Florida because of his belief in, quote, the benefits of the sun. He also thinks vitamins C and D can prevent measles. Incidentally, he also sells those vitamins. Coincidence? Probably not. He also says microwaves kill all nutrients in food, which they don't, and that people shouldn't wear eyeglasses because those evil devices actually damage your vision. Oh, and also, you can get HIV from stress and Also, also, HIV is not the cause of AIDS. In 2011, he got in trouble with the FDA for telling women that they should use thermographic cameras, which, yes, he was using and selling in his clinic, to detect breast cancer instead of using mammograms. He has recently run afoul, again, of the FDA for selling quack remedies for COVID, especially vitamins C and D3 in liposomes, which are tiny nanobubbles that mimic the body's cells that basically help your body better absorb the vitamins, as well as quercetin and pterostilbene advanced, a dietary supplement that he sells that he claims, quote, will support lung and immune health. Quercetin is an antioxidant pigment found in many fruits and vegetables, and also wine. And the other one is a chemical used by some plants, notably almonds, blueberries, and grape leaves, to fight off pathogens. Grape leaves, so wine again. You have to kind of wonder why this guy doesn't just start a winery someplace. Mercola wrote his Truth About COVID-19 book with his buddy, organic activist Ronnie Cummins. In fact, Mercola gave Cummins $3.3 million to start his innocuously named Organic Consumers Association. This is just a drop in the bucket for Marcola, however. Even though he stopped saying patience back in 2009, he's managed to amass an estimated $100 million in net worth peddling his books, quack cures, dietary supplements, and many, many, many products, including toothpaste, cotton bed sheets, and herbal cat collars. He supplies the National Vaccine Information Center, another group that sounds like it's reasonable, but it's actually an anti-vax group, with about 40% of their annual budget. It's estimated he makes around $7.2 million a year peddling his crap. Mercola is still active on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. He has more than 3.5 million followers. Verdict? Verdict. Verdict. Verdict? With a long history of quackery for profit, COVID-19 is the latest in a long line of medical money-making ventures for Joseph Mercola. He knows he's full of crap, but he just doesn't care because he's raking in the cash. 2. Oh, Jr. Robert, Robert F. F. Kennedy, Kennedy Jr., Jr. Founder of the Children's Health Defense which also sounds like a reputable organization, but is not. He pushes many stories about COVID vaccines actually killing people and hurting pregnant women and cleverly tailors videos and posts to certain demographics, specifically Latinos and blacks. He thinks those groups are specifically being targeted by the evil vaccine people. Bobby Jr. has sure been on the conspiracy wagon train for quite a while, spouting the vaccines cause autism line for years. Maybe that combined with being famous but not like really famous is what kicked it all off, or maybe he really believes in this stuff. He sure gets angry enough about it you'd be forgiven for being disappointed and more than a little bummed out that this is what rfk's son has turned into while junior spouts nonsense about 5g fluoride in the water gmos aluminum and tylenol vaccines are really where he hits his stride he has a kid with a peanut allergy so of course Kennedy allergies are caused by vaccines, not his wonky genes. Let's not forget, JFK had a number of chronic health issues, including ulcers, colitis, and, and Addison's disease. And Jr. himself has spasmodic dysphonia, which is why his voice sounds so unusual. And the whole family's been long plagued by depression, drug abuse, one lobotomy, and an astonishing number of vehicular accidents. It ain't easy being a Kennedy. RFK Jr. really started making a name for himself, out here on the fringe with a dogged insistence that there's a ton of mercury in our drinking water and also in the vaccines and the children, Children, my God, God, the children. children. He really started leveraging his famous name, writing books, helping produce the imbecilic film Vaxxed 2 because Andrew Wakefield's Vaxxed wasn't stupid enough. For more on that, listen to our previous episode, Come On Vaccine, Vaccine Hesitancy and You. And then, Last year, he really started beating the race drum, saying that COVID vaccines are actually part of a series of experiments upon African Americans and the start of what he calls a looming medical apartheid. He thinks a COVID vaccine is what killed baseball star Hank Aaron. Aaron rather publicly got a Moderna jab on January 5th, 2021 in Atlanta. But then the nearly 87-year-old sports star passed away in his sleep by natural causes not very long after that on January 22nd. Well, the 5th to the 22nd is just too close for it to to have been a coincidence. He was targeted by the vaccines and also all black people are targeted by the vaccines. What Junior neglects to take into account is that other prominent African-Americans who are also old also got the same jab on the same day at the same very public event, including former Secretary of Health and Human Services, Louis Wade Sullivan, former UN ambassador and mayor of Atlanta, Andrew Young, and civil rights leader and activist, Dr. Joseph Henry Beasley, and all of these people are still alive. Fully in flower, Jr. went further, saying Dr. Anthony Fauci, who he's writing a book about, and Bill Gates are colluding in it all for profit, and that if anyone refuses to get a vaccine, Bill Gates will prevent them from ever accessing money again. How? I don't know. And so, therefore, they would slowly starve to death. Also, 5G is A, entirely Bill Gates doing, and B, part of the whole vaccine pandemic medical apartheid plan. Sounds preposterous, but Junior makes about $2.9 million a year with his nonsense. He's still active on Facebook and Twitter, and while his personal Instagram account has been removed, the Children's Health Defense Fund page, which he runs, is still around. Verdict. 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 It's a real shame because he's actually a gifted environmental lawyer who's won some fairly important cases. In the courtroom, it's all about evidence and proof, but then he sheds those priorities and methodologies when talking about vaccines and is getting wilder and wilder in his claims the more attention he gets. He has totally lost the plot on the subject of vaccines why who knows his own medical issues his belief that jfk and rfk were murdered in conspiracies just the stress of being a kennedy maybe a combination of all of these but his voice amplified through social media continues to grow in volume three Three, the terrible terrible twofer twofer. twofer. ty Ty and and Charlene bollinger Bollinger. Bollinger. this is a married couple who profit from all sorts of anti-vax rhetoric They founded the United Medical Freedom Super PAC before the 2020 presidential election, which raised quite a bit of money. They post and also sell books and make DVDs. Yes, someone is still making DVDs, and apparently the people who buy into their stuff still use DVDs. All about how vaccines cause autism. COVID vaccines cause cancer. Bill Gates is sneaking microchips into COVID vaccines. COVID vaccines killed a bunch of children in Senegal. I presume they chose a faraway location to make... It's harder to check, and they don't understand how the internet works and that all information is available to anybody, anywhere. Of course, they don't know this because they still make still make DVDs. I bet they still have a fax machine too. Confusingly, they also make claims that the whole pandemic is a hoax. Oh, and cancer cannot be cured using chemotherapy. Oh yeah, well, tell that to the three people I personally know who have been cured from cancer by chemotherapy. Instead of using chemo, cancer patients should buy their products, including late trial, which can cause cyanide poisoning. So don't do that. In fact, quack cancer treatments were their bread and butter until the COVID gravy train came along. Since real doctors keep refuting their spurious claims, they took aim at all of them with a 2013 book that has an astonishing amount of alliteration in the title monumental myths of the modern medical mafia and mainstream media and the multitude of lying liars that manufactured them. (laughs) Try to say that 10 times fast. Of course, these two are not, in fact, doctors. He used to be a bodybuilder and she used to be a model. While he's been on the alternative cancer treatment kick since his father died of it in 1996, they pretty much stayed in that lane for a while. In fact, some years ago, they seemed to be pro-vaccine, and they made no claims at all about them being linked to autism or creating food allergies or what have you. But then the anti-vax movement was just too good an opportunity. So in 2017, they made a web series about an organization they'd founded to cash in, called the Truth About Vaccines, charging people $200 a pop to view it. 450,000 people watched it, and 25,000 of them also bought copies on DVD, remember? Remember? It's estimated that just this one little online video project earned them about $5 million. That was way more money than they were making from their cancer chatter. The couple's now in whole hog with a line of products, oils, dietary supplements, and so on, as well as boot camps to give anti-vaxxers talking points when confronting citizens of the fact-based world. And the anti vax stuff has fueled their audience for their cancer stuff they admit that since 2014 they've made about 25 million dollars on the cancer stuff right around when they started getting into the anti-vax thing ty also creates a concoction he calls magi complex which is frankincense myrrh and turmeric Obviously, this is a reference to the three magi of the Bible, and Ty is also a big fan of the big JC, though how he squares Christian ideas and morals with blatantly lying to people about medical issues is unclear. They also promote the idea that HIV tests are useless, that AIDS medicines are actually poisonous, that chemtrails are a real thing, that every major terror event of our times has been a false flag and that the governments of the world colluded to lie about how serious the Fukushima power plant disaster was, and that the city of Tokyo is currently uninhabitable. I wonder what they're going to say about all those Olympic athletes who come back from the Olympics. Are they all in on the cover-up? This Tennessee-based twosome seems to be eating their own dog food, too. In recent months, they've started going into various right-wing conspiracy theories, saying on their Telegram account things like, Barack Obama is colluding with George Soros and the Vatican to, quote, do something big, though what that something big is is unstated. They also support the narrative that the 2020 election was stolen because Trump, their boy, lost it. In addition, they helped bus in some of the people who would storm the Capitol building on January 6th of this year. In fact, as the rioters broke in, Charlene said, on a stage, in full view, and recorded, Lord, use these people to eradicate this evil, these swamp creatures, this cesspool of filth and waste. What's she got against swamp creatures, anyway? Ty and Charlene Bollinger are still active on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Verdict Verdict, Verdict. Verdict. They are cynical money-grubbers with no medical experience at all and who don't care about what happens to the people who listen to them provided the checks clear. Four. 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 A Dime dime in the Dozen. 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 Sherry Tenpenny. Tenpenny. Despite the surname Tenpenny, which sure sounds British, this is another American. Another American. Osteopath. What's with these people? This time from the suburbs of Cleveland, Ohio. She promotes the hashtag... Hashtag breathe, because she claims masks are not efficacious at all. Especially, she says, if you wear them for a prolonged period of time. How on earth that exactly works is a mystery, but there you have it. She also tells people they need to stop getting COVID tests because the tests give the evildoers in power a chance to jimmy the numbers and then make it look like the pandemic is much more serious than it really is. Apparently, they need some kind of real test to then fake, because they're incapable of just creating a whole bunch of fake data out of nothing. (laughs) Funny how the world works. Oh, also the vaccines hurt pregnant women and negatively impact sperm counts. So men, watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out. Also, the vaccines kill children. And also, they're magnetized. Yes, she is one of the origins of the COVID vaccines have magnetism included in them, which is impossible. Also, she says, if you get a COVID vaccine, you will not only become magnetic, but your body will be wirelessly connected to all nearby cell phone towers. She's clearly just going for a shotgun approach here, trying to hit multiple targets. Now, COVID vaccines are just the latest vaccines to gain her ire. Tempany has previously espoused the belief that some vaccines cause autism, that the whole bird flu thing was a total hoax. Her book on the subject is titled FOWL, F-O-W-L. Bird flu, it's not what you think. Worries over her pseudo-scientific crap got her planned 2015 Australia talking tour cancelled. The Stop the Australian Anti-Vaccine Network says that she is, quote, endangering people's health. But is she a true believer or just a snake oil huckster? Well... She does have a six-week course developed with her business partner, Matthew Hunt, called Mastering Vaccine Info Bootcamp, which teaches people how to, quote, sow the seeds of doubt in reasonable people's minds about publicly available health information, and she charges $623 a pop to attend this bootcamp. She's also a shill for videos made by the previous people I talked about, husband and wife team, Bollinger, getting a commission on any items that she moves along. This is a scheme called affiliate marketing. So that would seem to indicate snake oil salesperson. She also has a podcast now called The Tenpenny Files, which even though it only launched in early February, already has 106 episodes in counting as of this recording, multiple ones being dropped on the same day. So she sure has a lot to say. Tenpenny is also managing partner at a company that runs the Vaxter website, which is a clearinghouse for all kinds of anti-vax garbage. I'm sorry, I mean, as their homepage puts it, quote, well-structured and highly referenced articles of interest on vaccines and pharmaceutical products. And that last item there is really the giveaway. She makes around $2.1 million a year tossing this twaddle into the interwebs. Sherry Tenpenny has been suspended from Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, Though she does seem to have a second Facebook account that is still active. Verdict? Verdict? Mm, it's hard to say. She sure talks like a true believer, and maybe she is, but she is also sure cashing in on it, and her doing those boot camps and being part of the Bollinger's affiliate marketing scheme makes it seem like she's an opportunist. She also mentions that she's a doctor about as often as a person possibly can. So maybe it's a combination of belief, liking the money, and digging on the fame. Five, straight out of Compton, RZA Islam. Compton, California, native son Ronnie Steven Islam, who likes to go by Rizza, but I'm going to call him Ronnie here, is an African-American who tries to get other African-Americans not to get a COVID vaccine. He claims the vaccines make women infertile and that he himself got COVID but cured himself in a mere 48 hours by using a strict regimen of only eating hot vegetable broths generously spiced with cayenne pepper and turmeric, as well as drinking two gallons of water a day. He helpfully adds that this equals four gallons over the two-day period for the mathematically impaired among his Twitter readership and he also took 4,000 milligrams of vitamin C every four hours. Strangely, he does not do the math on that for his readers. For the record, I did, and that's 48,000 milligrams of vitamin C, assuming that he woke up in the middle of the night to dose himself. He also says that COVID vaccines cause autism in non-white children, though how the clever little vaccine knows how much melanin you have in your skin has not been clarified. Oh, and yes, there's fetal tissue in the J&J jab, which there isn't. The polio vaccine did not really get rid of polio, which it did. And the MMR vaccine is part of a depopulation experiment, which it isn't. Ronnie has later said that Bill Gates is behind it all. He has a super clever meme of young Gates saying, quote, let's infect computers with viruses and then sell them antivirus software. And then a later, an older Gates says, let's infect people with viruses and then sell vaccines. It seems that Ronnie does not know that the use of the word virus in those two contexts actually refers to different things. And then even later, he gets to the real meat of the matter by saying the real power behind the vaccination scheme is yes, Satan. Well, then, I guess Satan hates non-white people. And Bill Gates, I assume, works for Satan? I don't really know. Ronnie Riza Islam and his mother are also Scientologists who were both arrested for insurance fraud in 2015 to the tune of $3.8 million. I mean, you gotta make up your profit losses somewhere, right? He ranges wide in the things that piss him off. In addition to anti-vaccine stuff, he regularly says anti-Semitic and anti-lesbian gay by the whole acronym things. He says modern modern Jews are not the real Jews. Black people are the Hebrews that are mentioned in the Bible. These people, Israelis and so on, they're someone else. He says these fake Jews made up 75% of all slave owners in pre-Civil War America, that they financed Hitler To kill a bunch of them, apparently. They own Hollywood and routinely censor people in the media. Though you have to wonder how shows like Lovecraft Country and Watchmen are getting made then. Oh, and also, he says, all gay people and Jews, fake Jews, are pedophiles. Interestingly, he does not think people are born gay. They become gay after being exposed to chemicals by the government and, quote, international bankers. I think he means Jews. So maybe he's just crazy. Ronnie's got himself a hat trick having been suspended from Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And the Nation of Islam account has also been taken off of Twitter. Verdict? Verdict. I think he's just way, way out there and deeply racist and deeply homophobic. He's a very angry man who will turn the fire hose of his wrath wherever he sees fit. Six, six, six testing, testing his metal, his metal. metal. Rashid, Rashid Buttar. Yes, another osteopath. This one likes making YouTube videos. What is with the osteopaths here? He's from Charlotte, North Carolina, though he was born in London, England, to Pakistani parents. COVID vaccines make you sterile, he says, and also they have tiny living microorganisms in them. Dr. Anthony Fauci helped create COVID-19 and spread it using chemtrails and 5G cell networks. 5G networks also damage human immune systems, he says, so they spread the virus and weaken the immune system. Man, those 5Gs are sure clever little buggers. Butar is a huckster of the first order. He has a whole bunch of medical titles from organizations that are on the Quack Watch Watch list. He's long been a proponent of chelation therapy, which uses chemical agents to remove metals from your body which it turns out is super dangerous. Some of the side effects of the various drugs quacks use for this include arsenic poisoning, lead poisoning, mercury poisoning, gold toxicity, yes, your body normally has about 0.2 milligrams of gold in it, iron overload, and arthritis. He got into trouble with the North Carolina Board of Medical Examiners in 2007, when his alternative treatments for four cancer patients resulted in three of them dying but he somehow escaped having his license revoked. But because of this public hand-slapped, he was denied a medical license in Hawaii when he applied in 2011. He also pushes injecting hydrogen peroxide as a cancer treatment and started a shtick as a doctor who treats people who have been damaged by those evil, evil vaccines. He promotes using various topical creams of his own creation as treatments for autism, for which he got another reprimand, this time from the FDA, in 2010. His manufacturing, VSAB Medical Labs, was also found to be in violation of various good practices and of adulterating their products. In 2019, he again got in trouble with the North Carolina Medical Authorities when one cancer patient complained that Buttar's alternative treatments actually increased his pain while alleviating zero symptoms. And another patient said that Buttar had had something quite a bit more than just a flirtation with her. He coped to both claims and was required to provide better documentation and allow oversight. You really have to wonder why the Board of Medical Examiners in that state doesn't just strip him of his right to practice because he is obviously a charlatan and a quack. Butar sells videos made by paranoid power couple Ty and Charlene Bollinger, part of that affiliate marketing scheme, getting a commission for each unit sold. Despite all this work, Rashid is not as profitable as some of his chums, making only about half a million dollars a year, but still, hey, beats flipping burgers. Rashid Butar has been banned from Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, but is still around on Twitter. He also has a not-very-well-designed website, askdrbutar.com, and he has a podcast. Verdict? Verdict. Clearly, this guy has no actual interest in medicine and will continue to injure and harm people as long as he is permitted to. Are you listening, North Carolina Board of Medical Examiners? Seven, Seven. in it together, together. Aaron Aaron Elizabeth Elizabeth Finn. Finn. Founder of Health Nut News and the rather distastefully named Holistic Lives Matter, she is also Dr. Joseph Mercola's girlfriend, you know, the guy I first talked about. She says the whole COVID-19 thing is part of a larger plot to make us all, quote, chronically ill because nothing improves productivity and GDP like a bunch of sick people. She doesn't believe in any vaccines, not even seasonal flu shots. But she does believe in the efficacy of hydroxychloroquine, You know, that thing that Donald Trump got all hot and bothered about. He probably first learned about it from her because he likes looking at pretty women on the internet. Oh yes, and of course, Bill Gates is deeply involved in all of this, she says. Erin also apparently doesn't like Jews, so she and Ronnie Riza Islam could have a chit-chat. She compares the Rothschild family to Mr. Burns on The Simpsons, claims that the family owns almost every central bank of the world, and that all wars since Napoleon have been funded on both sides by the Rothschilds. Why Napoleon gets a pass, I don't know. Oh, also, the Rothschilds own all news outlets and also all the oil. I wonder what the Saudis would think of that. Now, there is talk that once upon a time she was a high-end escort who went by the moniker The Educated Escort and then later changed her name to The Brainy Blonde, but that she was not getting as rich as she'd like from that, and so then she got into the whole anti-vax thing as a way to make some serious scratch, and that's when she met Dr. Joseph Mercola. She now pushes paranoia and products of dubious value in an effort to get rich quick and it seems to be working even though she's been pretty much totally deplatformed at this point though she is still up and running on telegram verdict? Verdict. verdict yeah it sucks that she apparently was a sex worker before becoming a fearmonger since that's such a common smear used against any woman that the public doesn't like. but at least back then she was spreading pleasure now she just spreads fear and lies. Number eight, eight. I'll raise raise you 200, 200. Sayer Sayer G, or Ali Zek, Zek. Sayer 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 G. G. He runs the alt-health website, greenmedinfo.com. He has a BA in philosophy, so no medical training at all, though he did once run an organic grocery store. He seems to think the virus is real enough, but he warns that the FDA rushed COVID-19 vaccines to market, even though they knew darned well that these vaccines can, quote, cause a wide range of life-threatening side effects, including death. Well, death is certainly life-threatening, so you can't really say much about that last part of that sentence. And he's got proof citing two Israeli researchers, one named Hayam Yatif and the other one just called Dr. Siegelman. Both these guys say that the Pfizer vaccine has killed 40 times more people than the actual COVID virus among the elderly, and 250 times more people among the, quote, younger age class. He really hates the idea of vaccine passports, and he thinks the whole pandemic response is a plot to reduce the population of the planet. He has called modern medicine cannibalism, which makes me think he should invest in a dictionary, and he also thinks that if you eat wheat, you can get schizophrenia. The Green Med Info website has a disclaimer at the bottom saying, quote, This website is for information purposes only. By providing the information contained herein, we are not diagnosing, treating, curing, mitigating, or preventing any type of disease or medical condition. Before beginning any type of natural, integrative, or conventional treatment regimen, it is advisable to seek the advice of a licensed healthcare professional. That's what the website says. Of course, his social media posts don't, and that's where he's getting most of his audience share. Another source of his nonsense is his document, 200 Evidence-Based Reasons Not to Vaccinate, which is spread around the web like, uh, well, like a virus. In this, he cherry-picks what he likes and offers it free from original context. There's no critique, there's no looking at one side and then the other side, just a list of scary, scary reasons why people should not vaccinate ever for any reason, which reinforces his whole, the body can totally heal itself from anything if you just leave it alone as if things like the Black Plague never happened. 200 Evidence Reasons actually mistitles the reports and studies that supposedly constitute the evidence that he used. For example, an article that he cites from Fundamental and Clinical Pharmacology he calls, vaccination in infants less than three months is associated with an increased risk of sudden infant death syndrome, though the actual title was, sudden infant death syndrome and diphtheria, tetanus, pertussis, poliomyelitis vaccine status. And by the way, that report concludes that, quote, the victims of SIDS were not significantly more often vaccinated than control children. So, he not only gets the title wrong, he gets the actual information wrong. He probably just assumes no one in his target audience will bother to check. He is also part of the Bollinger's affiliate marketing scheme, selling their DVDs and stuff and getting a commission. Knowing his audience, he prices his own things rather reasonably, which is probably why he only makes about $200,000 a year off this rubbish. Still, it's much more than I make. He's been pretty much deplatformed except for Twitter, but Green Med Info still has a Facebook page and seems to come and go on Instagram. Verdict. Verdict. While I suspect that there's a element here as well, his primary motivation seems to be stone-hard cash. Number 9. If it walks walks like a quack. 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 Kelly Brogan. Brogan. Quote, 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 MD. MD. M.D. Sayerji's G's partner, and girlfriend maybe, who sells books about holistic psychiatry, whatever the hell that is, is Kelly Brogan, quote MD, unquote. I say that because she calls herself MD, though there is no evidence she has any kind of medical degrees. She is anti-mask, saying that the whole mask thing is part of a psyop to see who is compliant and will submit to authority. That's where that whole thing comes from. In fact, the whole damn pandemic's been planned. Unlike her partner, Sayer, however, she doubts there is such a thing as a coronavirus at all. Her reasoning? Well, she says, no one has ever proved that any pathogen ever in history has ever resulted in death. But then she confuses her messaging by posting things that say things like, COVID-19 is trying to wake us up. If it doesn't exist, how can it be trying to wake us up? She seems to have started everything off on the right foot, at least in the psychiatry realm. In 2009, she set up a practice in Manhattan to help people wean off of medications they become addicted to. But then she started getting into Gwyneth Paltrow's cuckoo banana pants pseudoscience goop brand and then started mocking the very idea that people can get sick because of, as she puts it, quote, little invisible pathogens, you know, that just randomly jump around from person to person. That's right. She does not believe in bacteria or viruses. No, she says, all physical illness is psychological in origin. And yet she does seem to believe in the existence of intestinal bacteria, but they are the cause of depression. One of her quack treatments for depression is to give the sufferer a coffee enema. Well, if that don't wake you up. Also, AIDS patients do not die because their immune systems are compromised, but it's the treatments they receive that kill them. I do wonder how people who espouse this explain all the deaths before there were any AIDS treatments, but hmm, there you go. However, she didn't bother to keep even her psychiatry license current and let it lapse. She closed her practice in 2019 and now devotes herself full-time to her alt-medical business, some of which she has with Sayer G. She says she isn't even sure if the COVID virus exists. As I said, she previously deny the existence of all viruses. And instead the whole thing is a plot to usher in, I think you know what's coming here, yes, a A totalitarian totalitarian world world government. government. That's all pretty recent in her rhetoric and clearly she's just using terms that the kinds of people who might be tricked into buying her products, training courses and other services will respond to. She urges people to totally reject all science and reach their own conclusions. How Joe the Plumber is supposed to launch communication satellites is his problem, I guess. For the past five years, she's also been running the Vital Mind Reset, a 44-day quackery fest that costs the gullible $436 a pop. Like the Bollingers, Brogan has created an affiliate marketing scheme for this, offering a 50% commission to anyone who can bring in some punters. Since 2016, she's had 2,300 people pay for this thing. All told, personally, she makes about $225,000 a year off of her nonsense and she is still pretty active across pretty much all social media platforms. Verdict? Verdict? She is a cynical and irresponsible person who actually dropped proper medical procedures for profit and panders to whomever she thinks she can trick into giving her money. 10. Ten. Hearts, Hearts in Atlantis. Atlantis. Christine, Christine Northrup. Northrup. Thank God, not a chiropractor or osteopath but an OBGYN and a qanon Northrop Northrup suggests hydroxychloroquine, which promoters acronym to HCQ, as a COVID cure, as well as ivermectin, which the FDA says you should never use as a treatment or prevention for COVID-19. While it is an approved drug for some things, it's mainly for parasitic worms and head lice. It is not antiviral. Northrop says these are safer, however, than vaccines, which cause an increase of 800% in chronic illnesses of all types. She sure likes numbers and gets that one by citing what she calls national data, which says that only 6% of unvaccinated children have a chronic disease, but 54% of vaccinated children have a chronic disease. She says this is 99% sure, and then she really goes for it by claiming that the chances of this not being caused by vaccines is 1 in 84 sesvichillion, 721 quinvichillion, 527 Quatrovincilian, 559 tresvichillion, 728 duovichillion, and 800 unvichillion. That sounds like I'm making up a bunch of numbers, but I'm not. Those are real numbers. Suffice it to say that that highest one, Cessvinchillian, is a one followed by 81 zeros, also known technically as a stupidly large number. Man, she sure is good with numbers. I mean, there are only around 1 sextillion stars in the observable universe, and this number is many, 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 many times bigger than that. Of course, you have to wonder how on earth she calculated it. Despite her use of classic blind-em-with-B.S. tactics with numbers and big words, she might actually be a true believer. When she was five, her new baby brother got sick, went to the hospital, and died, and then another new brother wouldn't eat, and mom took him home instead of leaving him at the hospital, as the doctors recommended. After all, the previous son had died there. She took him home, and the son lived. Northup says this was due to what she calls intact maternal intuition and often cites this story as the beginning of her alt-medicine beliefs. In 1999, right around the time she and her husband divorced, Northrop left medicine entirely to focus on promoting these beliefs full-time. At first, it was a lot of woo-woo positive thinking stuff, which is certainly harmless enough. Then she started off by saying that a sort of focused Tai Chi called Qigong could focus energies into women's vaginas, thus enabling much better orgasms. Okay, again, a little bit weird, but pretty harmless. No surprise that she also believes in the physical reality of chakras, astrology, feng shui, and reincarnation. She thinks traumas from past lives cause chronic illnesses in the current life. Oh, and tarot cards. She sometimes uses tarot cards to diagnose herself when she's feeling peaky. She also says she lived in Atlantis in a past life and has a current wisdom age of about 300. Hmm, okay, well, growing up as I did in Northern California, I have to say all this sounds pretty familiar to me regardless of my own take on these topics. Go anywhere north of San Francisco up to the Oregon border and you will find that you could have a real conversation with about 90% of the people that you would meet on one or more of these topics. But then something went wrong in Northrop's wiring. Who knows, maybe in a past life she was Adam Weishaupt, founder of the Illuminati in Bavaria in 1776, Who knows? But she started spouting things like illnesses are not caused by bacteria, viruses, parasites and the like. That meningitis is caused by college students suffering from fatigue and what she calls a shaky first chakra. Thyroid problems in women come from being made to swallow their words and thoughts by a male dominated society. And she recommended taking iodine to help this, which is a terrible idea because iodine can actually exacerbate hypothyroidism. She also thinks people should cover all their mirrors in their homes at night because mirrors channel energy in a room and this can lead to poor sleep and bad dreams. She also says that dyspareunia, which is a dysfunction of the pelvic floor in women that can cause rather a lot of physical pain during intercourse, comes from having sex with circumcised men. I'm tempted to say there's a hidden anti-Semitic statement in there, but who knows. She also thinks the CIA is actually a Chinese organization run from China and that they're the ones who created the term conspiracy theorist, even though it was actually coined by Richard Hofstetter in 1964. And she also thinks that the term anti-vaxxer was created by Big Pharma. She says people who aren't sick shouldn't take vaccines. One reason for this is that vaccines contain substances that, quote, Target specific chromosomes that act as the seat of our empathy, which is, of course, gibberish. Artificial intelligence elements are inside of the COVID vaccines, and these will bond to your DNA, making you technically the legal property of whoever holds the patent. This is not true, but man, that is one hell of an idea for a book. Also, COVID vaccines have, quote, nanoparticle robots in them as well, which will make your body in constant communication with them via 5G networks. And your biometric data will be constantly shared with the authorities, which will then in turn become linked to a worldwide cryptocurrency, and this will somehow turn everyone into slaves. Again, what but could be the beginning of a great book. And masks are dangerous. Also, vaccinated mothers' breast milk kills their babies. And the 2020 election was stolen from Trump. And I haven't even started going into the QAnon beliefs that she has recently started spewing all over the place like a broken sewer line. Bizarrely enough, she is still active on all social media platforms. Verdict? Verdict? (laughs) But she's also making some serious coin, selling books and getting paid speaking gigs. So there's a little as well 11 paging Paging dr Dr. hitler Hitler. ben Ben tapper Tapper. not an osteopath buddy chiropractor based in west omaha nebraska he likes to tell people he's an md even though he is not He says the human body can heal pretty much anything if you just leave it alone. Maybe a little vitamin D3 couldn't hurt, but really your body is amazing in its ability to heal. Also, the whole virus plus lockdown plus masks plus vaccines thing is really about controlling the populace and we're heading for a, quote, full-on medical Medical dictatorship. dictatorship. Maybe kind of like if someone took Man in the High Castle and ER and mixed them together. Maybe not a bad idea for a streaming series or book. He says there's no evidence viruses can live outside of a host body, which of course is demonstrably false. He also confuses viruses with what he calls germs, and he says all vaccines and disinfectants are useless substances that only serve to make some companies rich. He is still on all social media platforms, as is his chiropractic practice, The Wellness Point, spelled P-O-I-N-T-E, with a final but silent E. Verdict? Verdict. So far, so alt-right normal, I guess. But does he believe it, or is it all just a way to make moolah? Well... He's on a big donate to the cause kick. Plus, he likes to partner with all kinds of other conspiracy folks like the infamous father of the alien lizard people theory, David Ike, who, yes, will get his own episode one day, and the get-rich-quick guy, Jonathan Verdame. So, maybe a bit of both. <laughs> and finally, number, number 12. 12. Well, Junior's Junior's Junior, Junior. 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 Kevin 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 Jenkins. The report calls him an anti-vaccine activist, so one assumes he's just not ambitious enough to become a full-on anti-vaccine entrepreneur like some of the other people on this list. I'm tempted to ask if he's just lazy, but he most certainly is not. He's co-founder of the Freedom Airway and Freedom Travel Alliance, two groups devoted to helping people spend their tourist dollars wherever they please without masks or vaccines or quarantining or any of that stuff. We're just going to go back to like it's 2019. He also helps run the Urban Global Health Alliance. And he's been hanging out a lot with Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Jenkins' shtick is that the whole pandemic is a conspiracy to wipe out all black people on Earth. Kevin Jenkins himself is African-American. And he's more than a little bit unkind to other black folks who think differently. Back when Hank Aaron in January got that rather public vaccine shot, Jenkins called him a, quote, modern-day slave catcher who had been paid off. Jenkins is also a business guy with his finger in many, many pies, earning him some pretty hefty salaries and commissions. He also gives lots of talks with Christiane Northrup, among others. The Urban Global Health Alliance sells gear And the Freedom Travel Alliance has annual memberships that give access to webinars, invites to things called freedom gatherings, and claims to offer an alternative travel network to the one the rest of us use. You know, the one that involves airplanes and airports and passports and the like. Though exactly what that entails, I don't know. Are they smuggling people into hotels and concerts and hot dog carts? I don't know. I will say that his website is pretty professionally designed, however. His organizations still all seem to be up and running wild on social media. Verdict. 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 At first, I was tempted to say he's a true believer, but after looking at that Freedom Travel Alliance website, boy, does that thing look like a scam. So, I'm going to go with... So, there they are, the Dirty Dozen of Medicinal Misinformation. Now, I was originally going to do something clever like compare each one of these to one of the prisoner soldiers in the 1967 film, The Dirty Dozen, but then I decided it's actually better just to get information about these folks out there into the public realm. To quote another popular entertainment, the TV show Dragnet, just the facts, ma'am, just the facts. Unlike these 12 tools. Thank you for visiting the conspiracy Clearing house. We're closing now, but we'll open another crate in the next episode. Until then, thank you for listening.